is the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. Hello, dear friends. Welcome to another weekly installment of the Celebrity Afterlife Report. The only show on the internet, or really anywhere else, too, that gives you the up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. As this is the first report since the American presidential election, as you would expect, we have some information about how certain people in the next world are reacting to Donald Trump's unexpected win. If you're not into American politics, fear not. We have lots of non-election-related stuff to tell you about as well. See if you can guess who we're going to start this week's report off with. Did you say Fred Trump? If so, congratulations. Pick any prize from the top shelf. Last week, the president-elect's father was driving around in a car with loudspeakers on it, shouting election slogans at passers-by. Despite his outward show of bravado, Afterlife gossip columns are reporting that friends of his say that he was actually very concerned his boy was going to lose the election. Now that the voting is over, however, Fred is giving interviews to anyone who wants one, saying that he knew Donald had into the bag all along. Oh, yeah. To celebrate the stunning upset, he had an open house at Trump City, the whites-only community he owns and operates. I'm told that he didn't make any attempt to keep out the few non-Caucasians who dared to visit the segregated, gated community. Although a source says he did see Fred squirt some hand sanitizer into his palm after shaking hands with a black man. He got up on a stage, set up in the town square, and made a rambling speech in which he extolled his son's talents at campaigning in between going wildly off topic. Some observers say he seemed drunk, although, like his son, he is reportedly a teetotaler. His speech ended with a pitch for the, quote, right kind of people, unquote, to consider moving into Trump City. As you would expect, that was interpreted by many as meaning white people, although he was careful not to use that language. With Fred's son in the Oval Office, I can't imagine that this story's going to end anytime soon. Last week, I reported that Norman Brokaw, Marilyn Monroe's earthly plane agent, had just arrived in the next world. Immediately upon his arrival, Monroe took her old friend aside and filled him in on the bizarre details about former First Lady Jackie Kennedy physically impersonating her 24-7. Brokaw was taken aback by the story and told the movie star he would have to think about it all once he got settled in to his new existence. I'm now told that the two had a meeting the other day during which Brokaw informed Marilyn that in the absence of any formal government in the afterlife, there wasn't anything he could think of that she could do to stop Jackie from essentially stealing her persona. Marilyn, it is said, broke down in tears when he told her that. She begged Brokaw to help her figure something out as the situation is driving her crazy. He told her that while there was no legal remedy to what Jackie is doing, 
he would try to think of some other way he could stop her from aping Marilyn. Now, exactly what form something like that might or even could take, I can't imagine, but it sounds as if Monroe is getting more and more desperate to get her identity back. In the meantime, there are rumblings that Jackie's bizarre behavior may be having a negative effect on her relationship with Ronald Reagan. Friends of his are whispering that while Ronnie enjoyed going out with a Monroe lookalike initially, Jackie's not dropping the act has started to get on his nerves. I will, of course, stay on top of this developing story and keep you informed as I get more information. Speaking of next world showbiz people hooking up with management types, as I've been reporting for the past few weeks, Jim Morrison, currently the frontman of the Real Legends, the group of rock legend impersonators, he has transformed into a gangster rap outfit, is currently being represented by Jerry Heller, the man who guided NWA to superstardom. Last week, I reported that Tupac Shakur and Biggie Smalls attended a Real Legends show together and were apparently not very impressed by what they saw and heard. I'm told that Morrison was despondent when he was told about being dissed by the two rap greats. A source told me in exchange for anonymity that Heller had to sent the singer-turned-rapper down and explain the facts of life to him, so to speak. Heller advised the Lizard King that getting into a war of words with Biggie and Tupac is the best thing that could possibly happen at this point in the Real Legends careers. Morrison has reportedly been advised to go after Smalls and Shakur in upcoming performances. Rumor has it that Jim will be calling them out from the stage, possibly even challenging the two to a rap battle. Now, seeing as how Morrison is new to the rap scene, that may be ill-advised, but word is that Jerry Heller is adamant that coming back at them is the only way to establish the real legends as a force to be reckoned with. This one is going to get interesting. Finally, I have a follow-up to my story from a few weeks back about former Chinese leader Mao Zedong falling off the stage face-first while singing Desperado by the Eagles at a karaoke bar. It seems that making a public spectacle of himself has not endeared dear leader to his former Communist Party members. A source who happens to live in the same apartment building as Mao tells me that he heard some of them dressing the chairman down loudly, yelling at him to stop making a fool of himself in public and disgracing the communist movement. As I mentioned earlier, there is no formal government structure of any kind in the afterlife, but that doesn't mean that people don't have personal ideologies. Mao, I'm told, asked him to please stop shouting at him as he's had a headache since he fell off the stage and he also apologized profusely for his behavior. So I'm guessing that karaoke is off his social calendar 
for at least the foreseeable future. And with that, it's time to lock up the Celebrity Afterlife Report studio for another week. Hope to see you back here in seven days. In the meantime, why not invite your friends to share in the fun by telling them that the report is available for free on iTunes, in the Google Play Store, and on K-Chung Radio AM 1630 in Los Angeles. I'm the Celebrity Medium. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. To ask a question about your favorite deceased celebrity, call 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-369-3732.